guys, this is Dr. Tio Wan Lin, accredited dermatologist, and welcome to my podcast, Dermatologist Talks Science of Beauty. This week, we're going to talk about the Gorilla Glue hair incident that made headlines internationally. Yes, that story was all over social media and the news. There are so many beauty dupes and hacks that people will try out and document over social media, and it's scary to see how one of these hacks going so horribly wrong and leading to pretty severe consequences. Well, for our listeners who might not be familiar with the incident, can you give us a short summary? So, as the story goes, a lady uh, by the name of Miss Tessica Brown、um, inadvertently ran out of her favorite hair care product,、um, known as Got to Be Glue, and instead grabbed the、um, Gorilla Glue, a spray adhesive that was in her home, to smoothen out her hair for a sleek、uh, hairstyle and. Uh, thereafter, we learned that she endured a six-week ordeal,、um, which was、um, documented via her TikTok video of having the glue stuck in her hair. Now, the after effects of using、uh, permanent industrial strength hair glue,、uh, you know, is certainly not going to be pleasant. But、um, you know what exactly happened in this case, and、uh, from a chemical and a medical point of view,、uh, what are the different、uh, take-home points that we can、uh, learn from this incident? Now she apparently spent weeks after that washing her hair and、um, you know trying various at-home remedies before she went to her local emergency department and then、um, the doctors attempt the nurses actually attempted to remove the glue from her hair、um, and that was with acetone and it was actually unsuccessful and and then subsequently we also learned that she traveled to LA to. Um, undergo treatment by a plastic surgeon by the name of Doctor Obeng,、um, and uh, under light anesthesia, we are told、uh, he used a homemade solvent to remove the rest of the adhesive. Yeah, I was actually following her story throughout the week through social media as well. I actually saw a video she posted of her slathering on some Pantene shampoo, which just sat on the surface of her hair and scalp despite her vigorously scrubbing it. The hair underneath was completely hardened and didn't even budge. This looks pretty dangerous to the hair and scalp. What are your thoughts as a dermatologist? So the good news is that apparently the glue did not damage her scalp. And、um, the affected hair that、um, you know had been glued down for several weeks was cut off. And we're going to talk a little bit about what Gorilla Glue is and、uh, how we expect it to react with your skin and、uh, scalp. And in this case,、um, certainly it did glue her hair down for several weeks. So it is an industrial strength adhesive. Most adhesives used、uh, are actually from cyanoacrylate glues.、Um, polyurethane was the predominant ingredient used in Gorilla Glue as a fixative,、um, and these are notoriously difficult to remove. Now, some of the conventional methods that have been used to dissolve cyanoacrylate glues are、um, fatty or oil-based products. Um, used for a long period of time, and certain petroleum-based ointments such as Vaseline to try to break down the glue. And I think in this case, Miss 
Brown actually tried these methods, which did not work for her. And in the emergency room, the nurses actually applied acetone. Um, and this also, uh, besides being unbearably uncomfortable for her at that time, wasn't successful. And separately, acetone on skin and on the scalp presents the risk of irritant contact dermatitis or even an allergic reaction. Have you come across any similar cases in your dermatology practice? It is not uncommon for individuals to have accidents with strong glues like nail glue or super glue. And um, I think dermatologists have seen individuals who develop irritation, irritant contact dermatitis, um, and in more unfortunate cases, chemical burns due to the use of these products. Acetone rubbing alcohol uh, have been used as DIY home remedies. It's important to note that the uh, solvents itself can cause irritant contact dermatitis to skin. Well, the unique situation that Ms. Brown was in was that she had really used a lot of the glue to try to um, put her hair together for a sleek gel down look. What we know so far is that she has undergone surgery and that acetone was used to remove the glue and all her hair that has been glued down has since been cut off. Dr. Obeng said that he created a solvent to dissolve polyurethane, which is the predominant active ingredient in Gorilla Glue adhesives with a um, medical grade adhesive remover, aloe vera, which is anti-inflammatory and soothing with moisturizing properties, olive oil, and a little bit of acetone. He had apparently tested the concoction on a skull outfitted with real hair and extensions that he had matted down with Gorilla Spray adhesive um, and tested on it. Uh, before using it on Ms. Brown. Thankfully, there appears to be minimal damage done to Ms. Brown's scalp, but let this serve as a cautionary real-world tale um, about why we really shouldn't be using random household products on our skin or hair, um, no matter how benign-looking we think it is or it's probably wise for us to really read the labels of um, you know, what these products are for and also just use it according to the product's indications. Yeah, you're right. We all have a lesson to learn from this. Don't use random products on your skin and hair. Well, moving on, hair grooming and styling practices are commonplace in our daily routine. Can you share with us how our hair care practices can affect how the hair grows? Now, if you have normal hair and scalp, you may take it for granted and not realize that when problems arise, it can be truly challenging and even a basic um, you know, function of daily living, such as grooming your hair, becomes difficult or, or problematic. Hair itself starts its life from the hair follicles and the follicles are nourished by the oil glands, sebaceous glands, which produce oil to lubricate the new hair that grows out. There are also stem cells which initiate new growth in the hair follicle. The process of hair growth can be affected by inflammation. In this case, the amount of 
irritation that potentially can occur because of the industrial strength glue is possibly putting her at risk of a condition known as scarring alopecia. The secondary issue, of course, is that the glue itself will undoubtedly damage the hair shaft. Your hair grooming practices um, are affected by the natural type of hair you have. So if you have um, fine hair, you may find that you know you want to have more volume and also you may struggle with frizz or um, you know difficulties keeping your hair in, in a ponytail. Um, for individuals with um, African-American type of ethnic hair, uh, sometimes there is a desire to try to keep the hair looking sleek as opposed to its uh, natural uh, voluminous or, or curly texture. And this is the same reason why uh, you know the salons perform procedures such as hair perming and relaxing the hair. It is true that a lot of women um, who find their curly hair uh, difficult to manage and relax their hair simply because it makes it easier for them to style and comb. All of these procedures actually damage the structure of the hair. Um, in order to change the natural texture of hair, you need to destroy the pre-existing bonds. Now, the problem really is that you are weakening the hair shaft and it can result in chemical breakage, hair fragility, loss of shine and elasticity. I see. Well, what are the essential takeaway points about hair health that we can learn from this? I think what is a true learning point uh, in this case of the um, Gorilla Glue hair accident as well is also that um, the, there is a psychosocial impact that um, you know, hair grooming practices has on, on the individual. I think for um, a lot of dermatology, our focus has been on scalp uh, health and the disorders of the scalp have traditionally been the uh, major concerns that are treated medically. Hair shaft disorders and uh, basic challenges with grooming have to do with uh, the natural texture of hair, the health of the hair shaft, and hair shaft cosmeceuticals, for instance, is uh, an area of research which can allow us to strengthen the hair shaft, increase the elasticity of hair, smoothen out the cuticle, and um, when you have a healthy hair shaft, it's much more likely that grooming becomes easier and there is less need for uh, these spray adhesives or at least we do not need to use um, so much of hair sprays. And in this case, we, you know, we're really not talking about using true adhesives, um, which is what happened in the Gorilla Glue case. The other thing, of course, is um, when you have hair that is growing out of your scalp, it's important to understand that this hair is actually dead material. It's known as keratin. And the quality of the hair shaft depends both on the health of your scalp as well as hair grooming practices. If you have an inflammatory disease of the scalp, 
such as seborrheic dermatitis, psoriasis, or eczema, or scalp folliculitis, you may find that your hair cycle is imbalanced, and that means you can have more hair falling out than growing. Usually, 70 to 90% of our hair is in the growing phase, um, known as the anagen phase, whilst the remaining 5 to 10% is in the um, catagen or the telogen phase, which is the falling out phase. When the cycle is upset, um, for example, in the case of chronic inflammation, you can have an imbalance of the hair falling out versus the hair growing, and you find that you can develop hair thinning. In terms of the health of the hair shaft, if you have a condition known as male or female pattern hair loss, which is genetically determined, it's influenced by hormones, hair miniaturization occurs. And that means that the hair shaft that grows out of the hair follicle as you get older gets thinner and thinner and more miniature with time until the scalp itself becomes smooth and shiny. Well, in the same vein, what are some treatments for hair loss? If you suffer from these genetic causes of hair loss, you will benefit from using a hair regrowth serum or hair tonic. What has been proven to work uh, is minoxidil at concentrations of uh, 5 to 10%, um, but that actually causes some scalp irritation. Copper peptide is also used to stimulate hair regrowth and is a potent antioxidant. It can stimulate hair regrowth in the follicles. Um, using devices such as laser diodes, so these are home devices, uh, radio frequency, that's been shown to stimulate the hair follicle in a way that also um, causes uh, like a phenomenon that we see in wound healing that's ideal for hair regrowth. It can help to strengthen the growth of the hair shaft. The use of LED light therapy, red light, yellow light, that also can encourage um, healthy hair follicle uh, growth and um, healthy hair growth. It's important to note that for the health of, in terms of the health of the hair shaft, most hair conditioners are a combination of smootheners and silicones, uh, which besides being uh, toxic environmentally because of the runoff into our oceans, they actually form a coating on the hair uh, without actually strengthening the hair shaft. And this coating uh, is removed whenever you wash it. Hair shaft cosmeceuticals, on the other hand, uh, there's limited research, but then where uh, there is um, you know, evidence, some studies have shown certain hair oils derived from plants can directly regenerate and strengthen their hair shaft um, with improvement in hair elasticity, smoothness, and softness. And this can reduce the need for chemical um, rebonding or relaxing. The uh, Lippy Silk and Lippy Shine Serum, for example, uh, is a combination of sea buckthorn oil and safflower oil, which help to strengthen the hair shaft. Using proteins derived from um, silk, for example, uh, can also help to strengthen the hair shaft. Lastly, can you give us a few closing hair care tips on how we should maintain our hair health? Well, I think overall, this incident should lead us to reflect on a few issues. Now, the obvious health-related dermatological uh, complications we've discussed, um, but secondary 
、uh, concerns that might come out of this、um, issue is is really about how hair grooming practices are a huge part of our lives and ethnic hair in particular、um, may deserve special consideration. Basic hair grooming practices such as using a white tooth comb. Or in my case, I like to use a wooden paddle brush to detangle hair when it's wet,、um, because it minimizes static as well as hair breakage, as opposed to using plastic combs.、Uh, apart from that, using a hair oil. Or a、uh, hair serum can certainly strengthen the hair.、Um, a good formula can do so without weighing hair down. Options for hair shaft treatment can include the use of oils、uh, rather than silicon-based sort of masks, as the hair oils themselves have shown to be able to、uh, restore hair strength, elasticity, and smoothness. Heat is something that can certainly be harnessed to increase the absorption of the product into hair, and can assist to manipulate the hair bonds.、Um, similarly to how using a hair dryer can help to straighten out unruly hair,、um, and the heat treatment itself, say with the heat cap,、uh, is a lot more protective than using、um, like a hair、uh, straightener or a salon.、Uh, Perm or relaxing treatment,、uh, which actually really damages the hair bonds rather than repairing it. Well, that's it for this week's episode on dermatologist talks, science of beauty. You can follow Dr. Tio on Instagram at Dr. Tio Wan Lin, where she posts updates on her latest podcast episodes. And remember to subscribe for the latest podcast updates.